Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. I am John Laredo, your host, and welcome to those of you who are tuning in for the first time, hopefully the first of many, 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 many times. Um, okay, let me start with a riddle. Yes, I know it's been a little while since I've done a riddle. I did get feedback from many of you saying, where the hell are the riddles? We like the riddles. Bring back the riddle. What's the deal with the riddles? You had them and then you didn't have them. Bring them back. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, so here's my riddle for the day. Now, I will say this. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to commit to doing a riddle every single time because I think I can get overdone, but I will do a riddle every once in a while. Here's a, a riddle. I'm not a big fan of word riddles, but I'm going to give you a word riddle. And again, the first one to email me or text me or call me or snail mail me or carrier pigeon me, whatever you want to do with the right answer. I will send you a copy of my signed book, copy of my book signed personalized to you. And I will announce you on this international podcast that you're listening to now. Okay. Here is the riddle. What word in the English language does the following? The first two letters signify a male the first three letters signify a female. The first four letters signify a great person, while the entire world word signifies a great woman. What is the word? Okay, give it some thought. First two letters signify a male. First three letters signify a female. The first four letters signify a great person, while the entire word signifies a great person woman. Let me know your answers, your guess. Uh, look in the show notes. You will see my information uh, or my website, johnlarito.com, and you will be able to get in touch with me and let me know what your thought is. Okay. Uh, secondly, let me say this. First of all, I greatly appreciate those of you who review this podcast. I very much, I get very excited when this podcast reaches new audiences and the way that that happens is through your help when you review it, the more reviews, positive reviews, the more it gets pushed out into new people's uh, um, hands, whatever, ears. So uh, I got a new pod, a new review. This came uh, uh, from um, 679 exclamation point dollar sign closed parentheses. It's a strange name, but that is their name. Thank you. 679 exclamation point. Uh, dollar sign closed parentheses. Uh, the title is Great Coaching, Great Voice. Hey, you got five-star review. John gave a great speech on Toastmaster International Convention 2022. He shares useful information on his podcast that helps to improve leadership skills. Definitely a podcast we can benefit from on a personal and professional level. His voice is so soothing and the riddles are so fun. Soothing voice. Here today on Tomorrow's Leader. John Larito brings you leadership lessons in a very 
soothing voice. That's right. A voice that will calm you and put you to sleep. I do know many of you have told me you listen to these going to bed at night. So I am guess I'm, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but um, somehow I put you to sleep, end your day on a good note, whatever. So, uh, okay, so today's leadership lesson. I was talking to a client of mine who was going for a promotion, a well-deserved promotion. He had been uh, up to this point a top-performing leader across the country in his organization. In his role was ranked amongst the best, if not the best, in his uh in his category, in his role, well-deserved for this promotion that he was going for because his boss was promoted and now created an opportunity for him to get this promotion. And he'd asked me for some help in preparing and getting ready for this and uh, putting together the right game plan and interviewing and being ready for uh, everything he needed to do and anything he needed to do to get this opportunity. And I remember uh, thinking as we were preparing that, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, he is absolutely the best choice and he is certainly going to get this position. I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's no, it's almost no chance. He's not, I mean, he's got everything that they would be looking for. If I were the hiring leader, I wouldn't go anywhere further than him. He was the perfect choice for this opportunity. So I remember in my mind thinking, okay, you know, you, you, you don't necessarily need to be doing everything you're doing to prepare for this uh, because you have this thing. It's in the back. But what's interesting is he reminded me of something that's really important. I see leaders do this all the time, is getting caught up in the mentality that I just shared, is that sometimes we get so overconfident about something that it leads us to unprepare or lack of preparation. And then ultimately, we don't get the thing that we thought was a slam dunk. Now, I don't know if in his mind, he felt like, okay, himself, he was a great choice, a perfect choice. I think he did. He had the confidence. But what I realized about this leader and what made him so successful throughout his whole career is that he was constantly preparing for a bigger battle than he reality probably thought he would have. In other words, that level of preparation and attention to detail is what made him so great. And I see people all the time that that ultimately fall short because they do just enough or what they think is just enough to get the opportunity or succeed in that situation. And you see this in sports all the time. You see the underdog that uh, that that is um, the surprise victor in whatever sport, uh, whatever event, whatever game, whatever match that they have, because the supposed winner, the clear choice, the one who was seated higher, comes in and they've dropped their guard and their expectations, and they're caught off balance and ultimately lose a game that they should have won. It's a clear upset because the person that was expected or team expected to win just was not prepared or did not prepare and play with the intensity that they would have against a competitor that they would look at as a formidable uh, opponent. So my message to you is the balance that I, that I encourage to think about is have the confidence of the returning champ so that that self-assuredness, that confidence, that ability to see the victory, but have the preparation of the underdog. So prepare at the level that the underdog would prepare, prepare at that level for the interview that you think you are against the toughest competition, even though you may not be. 
and envision the positive outcome, envision the desired outcome, envision coming out of that interview feeling like you just absolutely nailed it and envision the, the conversation after the fact of a hiring leader with someone else saying, this is the perfect person. Like, why would we even interview anybody else? So the confidence of being the returning champion, and you know if you've done something before and you've had such great success and you come back to do it kind of the same situation, you know you've got a higher degree of confidence because you've already done it. You know you have the ability to do it again. That's what I'm talking about, putting yourself in that position. If you're going to do a, a keynote or you've got a new uh, challenge and leading a whole new team at, at work in your organization, have that confidence that you've done this a zillion times, but prepare as though this is going to be one of the toughest challenges you've ever faced. If you have that combination, the outcome, the probability of that outcome being successful is incredibly incredibly high. You know, I see, and I remember just, I remember as an advisor, I distinctly remember a time where I had a huge potential client that came in to see me. This was a referral from my best client. Now, because it was a referral from my best client, I thought this was a slam dunk. I thought this person coming in was already sold on hiring me as their financial advisor. And because of that, I had so much confidence, but then my preparation was almost non-existent. I didn't do the things I would normally do before this appointment to prepare. I didn't do the things in the appointment that I would have normally done. I actually cut corners. I didn't do the full appointment that I would have because I thought I don't need to. This is like an easy sale. And guess what happened? I didn't get the client. They left and they said, okay, let me think about it, which is the dreaded word that nobody wants, phrase that nobody wants to hear. And they never came back. That was it. They didn't hire me. I thought it was a slam dunk. And because of that, I probably, I did probably 50, 60% of the effort or put forth 50 or 60% of the effort that I probably would have. I just thought it was going to be an easy kind of walk in the park. The bottom line is that's when people get into trouble. I see this with leaders sometimes when they're communicating things and they kind of cut corners because they think it's going to be an easy message or they think people are going to naturally understand the reason for a tough decision. You know, they're going to they're assuming that people get it when they don't. And when you assume, you tend to cut corners and when you cut corners, you get less of the result or none of the result that you're anticipating to get. And ultimately as a leader, we have to assume that that influencing that change might be harder than what we expect. Okay, yeah, well, we assume that everybody's going to be on board. They're going to understand the reason for this, and they're going to follow in line and do everything that we're thinking about doing. But ultimately, that's not going to be the case. Okay, so as a leader, if I can approach it with the confidence of the returning champ that, hey, I've done this, I know what I'm doing, I, I see the desired outcome, I'm going to do it again, like I've done it in the past, I have all the confidence in the world, but I'm preparing as though I've got a really tough battle and I'm the underdog, that's, that's that combination there leads to phenomenal, phenomenal success. So I encourage you, and again, if this nothing else just brings to level an awareness level that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I've been caught in that situation before um, of just kind of assuming things or something or a situation or a conversation was going to be a slam dunk and I really wasn't prepared for what I ended up facing and the outcome was nothing like what I wanted. So if I can help you catch that ahead of time 
And maybe you're listening to this right before you're about to have a conversation with somebody and you realize, you know what, I need to prepare for this a little bit more. You know, I I have a big meeting with my team coming up. You know what? I'm assuming they're going to be like right on the same page with me. I got to prepare a little bit more. Let me go into it assuming that not everybody's going to agree or not everybody's going to understand or not everybody's going to want to fully support what I'm talking about. I need to prepare my thoughts a little bit more. There's nothing better than preparation. The top people in every industry and every role and every type of walk of life preparation is absolutely critical to their success. So my message, prepare, prepare, prepare. You, I, I used to think you can over-prepare. And yes, you know, I did a, a little brief stint doing um, voiceover work. Speaking of voice, yes, I did voiceover work briefly, tried to. And I did find that, yeah, you can over-prepare in something like that because then you're reading something and you just sound stale. You go through it so many, so many times. It just, you kind of lose the whole essence of the, the energy and the naturalness of it. So yes, there is something called overpreparedness when you're trying to perform and sound natural in certain industries. I'm not going to say there's not such a thing, but in most cases, I've found myself convincing. I don't know if you've heard your, yourself say this before that, you know what, you know, I do better when I, I don't prepare as much. I'm kind of more natural and this and that. Well, that's a dangerous thought pattern, right? Because it, it slips into everything you do. You convince yourself, which is really just advanced rationalization, that you're better having prepared less. And ultimately, that may not be the case and probably is not the case. That's just you rationalizing, doing less preparation and trying to get away with it and convincing yourself that that produces a better outcome when it really doesn't. So again, I'm hoping that a lot of these episodes just raise your level of awareness because self-awareness is absolutely critical to you reaching the best version of yourself. Uh, So uh, interested in your thoughts, your comments, your ideas, shoot them over to me. Let me know. I'm interested in your thoughts on this topic, but also other topics that you may be facing challenges, issues, situations that you're dealing with that are challenging to you as a leader. I'd love to bring it to the uh, the stage here, so to speak, and share it with the audience or talk about it with you. Uh, reach out to me. I'm here for you. So in the meantime, you know the deal. Like, uh, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff. Go down below. Give a five-star review, please. Go down below. Like I said earlier, that review means a lot. So go down below. When I say below to the bottom of where you are pulling up your podcast, you'll see reviews. Give a review. Let me know your thoughts, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Oh, and by the way, before I forget, yes, my client did get the promotion. Not surprised. Well deserved. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.